one. Welcome to Pixels and Pines podcast. I'm Bradley. And I'm Michael. And we're two dudes talking about video games while drinking pints. I think the fucking table is a level. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, bitch. <laughs> you got to check them spaces underneath. God damn it. <laughs> so you just got a new table and you put the bottom on yourself, right? The legs and yeah. everything. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, it's totally worth it. It's so much more. It's, it's so, so much cheaper mm-hmm. and you can get like whatever the fuck you want. Like, I don't know how much this would have cost if it had come like all together, mm-hmm. probably double or triple for everything. Yeah, I was looking at desks recently because I was thinking about, you know, getting a different desk for for podcasting and shit and then a different desk for, like, gaming or whatever. But, um, dude, desk right now, just fucking wildly expensive. Not a big fan of the price. Yeah. the uh, I think the hardware was more expensive than the tabletop. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's from a company called FlexiSpot. Yeah, FlexiSpot. Um, you can get, you can get them with uh, tabletops attached if you want to buy the entire unit mm-hmm. or you can just buy the hardware and just, uh, just attach it to a, to a countertop or tabletop or whatever. Uh, and that's basically what I did. Um, so you can get, you can get tabletops relatively cheap from like, a uh, like a Home Depot or something like that. Yeah. Because this I think is supposed to be a kitchen countertop. And it looks so fucking good. The the pictures you sent look fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I sent mean, it to it's, Janet. She freaked the fuck out. It's real wood. It's real solid wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a live edge on two ends. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. All I did was just fucking oil it down. Like, it's technically food safe. I could eat, I could eat off this motherfucker if God I damn. wanted to. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell so yeah. it looks nice. The oil, you know, keeps it like a nice darkish darkish color mm-hmm. got a little shine to it bitch is beautiful oh yeah oh yeah so what do you this is your first drink on this uh new table right i think so oh man yeah 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 yeah. it is uh so yeah um i think uh the left hand brewing company peanut butter <laughs> milk stout chocolate mpb 6.2 abb it's a nitro I don't know if I feel that. Probably would have preferred a non-nitro version, but yeah, uh, relatively good. Um, 80%, 85%, I mean, on a beer out of the kit. It's not a bad beer. I have, I think, a six-pack of it. Uh, it's been, in the, it's been in, the, in the back for a while, so I need to get rid of it. Yeah. I, when I was picking my beer out, <clears throat> I pulled two beers out. One was that one, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not feeling this night. So I put it back in the back and I grabbed out the old tried and true that we keep going back to because we bought too much of it. The Southern tier cold brew coffee, pumpkin, nitro Imperial pumpkin L. <laughs> not going to lie. I actually, it was um, when I bent over to get the, uh, the nitro, I made eye contact with the, uh, with that pumpkin. <laughs> was it that was it pumpkin night? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the Southern Tier um, Pumpkin Nitro, Pumpkin Nitro. I saw it and I thought about it. 
I didn't want to. I don't want to put myself through that tonight. Not tonight. To to be fair, I I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, I normally don't. Uh, I don't know why, but today it tastes really good. Maybe I'm just in a better mood. Who knows? So what is that? What do they call it? Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing has abused me enough to where I fell in love with it. <laughs> I'm just getting, I'm just uh, starting to enjoy it now. So it's what it is. You're going to come back with like six cases next year. Oh my God. dude! I'm never doing that again. I'm <laughs> never doing that again. That was a fucking mistake. So we got some, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say it's probably one of the dumbest things I've done in a while. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, I I shouldn't have bought so much fucking beer. Uh, we still when I walk to my bathroom, uh, when it's downstairs, uh, there's four fucking cases just sitting there of the warlock and the pumpkin, because I don't have any other fucking space to put it anywhere, unless I bring it upstairs and hide it in a fucking closet somewhere. Jesus um, Christ! There, my pantry. I don't know what I was thinking during COVID. Uh, I was like, I'll probably drink every day. So I just kept buying tons and tons and tons of beer. And then that tradition continued until we went up to North Carolina. So we haven't bought very much beer at all. Other than the, the Ninja Turtle beer, the two different ones that we picked up recently. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Damn. All right. Yeah. That's wild, dude. That's fucking wild. Yeah. I got too much. That's why I'm, that's why I'm inviting people over. Um, to drink occasionally uh, up until the summer to make sure everybody else's summer body looks as bad as mine before we start going out to the pool. And uh, I'm going to take a bunch of it over to our buddy's birthday party next weekend. So hell yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> this is your problem now. <laughs> like a fucking I bad for- kid. <laughs> no, f- like forget to take it home. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Shit. My bad dog. Um, so you've been you've been producing a lot of cool shit. So we got some channel updates. Do you want to roll through them? Yeah. So I mean, it's just real quick stuff. Um, coming up probably next. Oh, this coming up week, I guess. Whenever, whenever this gets released. So there is a Resident Evil Four remake review uh, coming in the pipe. I just finished the game today. Damn. Just finished the game today. It was uh. My dumbass played it on hard. Was it hardcore? I think it's hardcore mode, which it. is um, the second hardest difficulty. I think that so you can start off in normal or whatever, and then they have hardcore, and then after you beat the game once, you unlock professional, which is even which is the hardest difficulty in the game. Hmm. I thought since I had just played through the original Resident Evil Four. That oh fuck I'll just play it through hardcore I've already played the game once like uh, how you know how much different could the remake be it kicked my ass it's a totally it different fucking game ass. sort of sort of like uh, the gun plays different um, the enemies behave different uh, there's a lot of differences in just the just the like the moment to moment combat yeah. Uh, and the way Leon controls and all kinds of shit like that. Story-wise, like, it pretty much follows the same beats. Like, it, it's nothing new as far as the story is concerned. Like, uh, they, they they kind of shift some things around and make some slight differences and, and whatnot. But at the end of the game, like, it's basically all the same. Okay. Um, it was a... Don't, I don't give too much away. I, I don't know if I regret it, 
Um, <laughs> but uh, it took me about 30 hours, which is probably about double the playtime it should God damn. for uh, just a regular playthrough. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll, but yeah, I, I have, I have some thoughts about it. I can't uh, wait to hear I'll put that out. Um, and then after that, uh, The Last of Us Part 1 just released on Steam. I think it was Tuesday or some shit of last week. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do anything over it, but uh, people were complaining about the performance issues mm-hmm. of, the, yeah. of the PC port. There's definitely some issues, but uh, in my... I guess quest to like test it out to see like how bad it really was. I ended up playing through like a third of the game. So I was like, fuck like at this point I might as well just play through the rest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I thought I saw a tweet and maybe it was an incorrect tweet. Maybe it was just a shit post. Cause sometimes I don't, I don't fact check anything that I see. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I saw a developer tweet out something about like, Oh, you guys are having performance issues. Maybe you should have stayed with the original, I don't know, traders or some shit like that. Talking about like the Steam version. I wish I could find that tweet, but alas. Uh, well, I mean, there was a, a, a Greg Miller. I think it's Greg Miller of, I forget the name of the publication he's with, uh, but he has been, he has just basically been shitting all over uh, PC gamers. For the last of us part one uh the entire time uh so like it's maybe that's it's just, what it was it's probably it probably was he went viral i think this past week yeah uh just basically being being an asshole um i was really that's really it like there wasn't really any insight to it he was just being an asshole about everything <laughs> that's it like i think it's i think it was basically him doing a reverse of what do you call it? The, um, I guess PC players that are toxic to console gamers. Mm-hmm. And so he was a console gamer being toxic to PC players is basically what he was doing. I'm down with it. So yeah, the first one, the first one was funny. And then I think he leaned into it. And I was just, at that point I was just like, all right, buddy, like, all right, pal, we, we, we get it. We get it. I'm not <laughs> your pal, bud. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm so glad uh, Dane Cook is back. You know, I'm not, I was, I enjoyed Dane Cook. Same. I was, I was around, I was around during his MySpace days. It was, he was phenomenal, dude. Like mm-hmm. he was, he was one of the biggest comics in like the early 2000s. Yep. Jesus Christ. He was hey. fucking everywhere. Yeah, he was. He had like two or three just giant like comedy specials mm-hmm. and then he got into movies waiting and then he kind of disappeared and, yeah. yeah and and then his uh his brother stole all of his money all of <laughs> like 15 million dollars <laughs> and he sent him to jail and uh it was he's been through some shit i, yeah. I don't i'm not too sure if i if i enjoyed it uh, like dane cook movie guy but uh the comedian i thought he was all right yeah Big fan of that skit where he talks about uh, going into a party and going to the coat room and just shitting on all the coats just to sit back and watch somebody scream out, who shit on the coats, right? And then he's just, that, that's all I remember about Dan Cook, that and Superfinger. Um, I, I don't remember fucking anything else. 
I just remember yeah, Sufi. I remember yeah. Sufi. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I think I did. Uh, I still every once in a while, like I'll I'll mention this, and it's it's a terrible thing to say. Um, he has a joke where he talks about like what happens in a movie theater when you when uh, like you know the floor sticky. It's like I came. You know, this is like some bullshit, dumb shit like that. I forget what the joke is, but uh, uh, punchline is, it's like, it's come. Yeah. It's always um, been come. It's always been come. Yep. Uh, and so sometimes I say that in public and that's probably like, it just like at that point, it's just like, shut up, old man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, that kind of shit. Everybody's ashamed of coming. I don't know why. Yeah. But anyways, um, so those are the two major things coming into the channel probably in the next week. I don't know about The Last of Us Part 1. That'll probably come in next week. Yeah. Um, it depends on, like, I've, I've played the game through, like, a few times already. So uh, getting to the end of the game probably isn't going to be a whole bunch. It's a beautiful-looking game, though. Is it? It performs like shit, but it's a beautiful-looking game. The, the Yeah, the, uh, the Part 1, the remake, remaster, whatever the fuck you want to call it, mm -hmm. uh, for PlayStation 5 uh, looks pretty damn good uh the pc port i'm not too sure how much it it improves over it uh graphically or anything like that but it's it's a fantastic looking game it's beautiful um so i'll have some i'll have some thoughts on it um either late this week or maybe early next week uh so if you're interested in shit like that like subscribe you know Ring turn the on bell. the bell or whatever the fuck, you know all that stuff, ring the bell, which I don't even know if it rings anymore. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 it changes every once in a while. Uh, so basically, it's like a bell, an empty bell, and then it's a filled bell. Mm -hmm. that's, that's it. So I don't know. So make the bell do whatever the fuck. Um, if you want to hear more content or want to see more content, there you go. And I'll probably do, I sometimes do like a couple of shorts every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did one this for one. Uh, Breath of the Wild just recently. I did one. That didn't do very well. The The Resident Evil one that I did before that uh, did much better. Was that the one where you were, you fucking shit yourself walking around the corner? It, yeah, I shit myself. Like, <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. Like, that yeah, Resident me Evil off guard. Resident Evil 4 has uh, kind of like, you can like sneak up on motherfuckers now. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've played the demo, uh, in the demo, you go into the village and you can actually sneak. If they haven't spotted you, you can sneak up behind them and you can just knife them, right? Mm. You know, could you imagine going about your day, you know, just like sweeping, you know, sweeping your front stoop and just somebody grabs you from behind and slams you in the throat? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and, and it's and it's all because all the rest of your neighbors are real fucking troglodytes of, of people just like real fucking assholes. And you're like the good one. You're just if Leon would have asked, you probably would have helped him. I mean, like, can you imagine, like, Leon just walks into your house, and, you know, he's not even speaking a language you understand, and he's, like, throwing pictures in your face, and you're just like, hey, look at my cool-ass axe, and then he just, like, shoots you in the face. Mm. Like, rude, right? Yeah, super fucking rude. Super fucking rude. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't understand what it's like to live in a different country inside of a cult uh, that you just kind of, you, you unfortunately got brainwashed into because, because you're cousin. Right. So. so here's the thing, though. Uh -huh. He doesn't know that they're in a cult <laughs> before he shoots people in the face. He shoots people in the face and just like, these guys are fucking weird. He's they're been hanging out all... with too many zombies. <laughs> that man's got some PTSD. 
this, this, these people are talking about like free holes this and free holes that and like he's trying to he's trying to you know like swing an axe at me and i just shot him in the face and then i walked into his village and i started stabbing people in the throat he did a he did a full fucking john rambo on that whole town yeah and then like later he's just like oh thank god they were in a cult yeah you know like i almost committed like a genocide yeah just a, he just got a, lucky. Yeah, just a young, a, t- a young white male with a gun and a knife rolling into a city with PTSD uh, and mental issues that he doesn't really understand. It, rolling into a foreign country. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, there, there. I don't think <laughs> there's ever been the language. Yeah, there's never been a story or any representation of this ever happening in real life. Like, so, no, this you know, is actually this is all very speculation. Unique. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was this is actually uh, <laughs> probably some. Some sort of like breakthrough in storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Just like, could you imagine pitting, pitting just like one group of people against another, like a stranger in a foreign land, and he just starts stabbing people and yeah. shooting people in the face like crazy. He kills hundreds of them. A lot. He kills a, a lot of unanswered deaths. This dude is dodging rockets. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if the I'm starting to wonder if the whole cult thing was even real. Mm. You know, maybe this is just the story he told Ooh. when he got back. Ooh, what if Resident Evil Eight is just that? It's like him sitting in an interrogation room, and he's like, "I tell you, they were <laughs> they were all in a cult." They're like, "Sir, <laughs> sir, you're in you're in Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> you you drank way too much, um, way too much, and you went wild." Uh. So I guess to, to follow up with that, it did it's it is wild. Resident Evil 4 remake sold three million copies in two days. Two That's days, three insane. fucking million copies, man. That's fucking insane. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a good game. Um I can't believe like right now there are so many games that are just Reaming everything else, and they're all remakes. Metroid Prime, yep. that remake or remaster, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like they're saying, they're saying like that's game of the year. This is probably another contender for game of the year. Yeah, and there's, it's just uh, there's another a rehashing one. of old game. There's a third game. All three, the top three selling games, uh, the this first quarter of the year have all been remakes from the Nintendo GameCube. I forget what the other one was. Was another GameCube game. Ooh. But, Ooh. but people were losing yeah. their goddamn shit over it recently. Yeah, and it's crazy too. Like, uh, since since I since I looked into like the whole Resident Evil thing, Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. uh, that whole development cycle was like fucking insane. They like so many games came out of the Resident Evil Four development. Devil May Cry came out of it. Like that was the first attempt to make Resident Evil Four. Oh. Um, but what happened was, is that they were, um, the gameplay was so kind of like fast paced and hectic and like, you know, it was supposed to be like, uh, some, like, you're just a cool ass motherfucker, you know, just like running around, like slashing motherfuckers that was supposed to be Resident Evil four. And then, uh, somebody higher up was just like, yo, this, this isn't really Resident Evil four. This is kind of different. Like, I don't think this is like survival horror yeah. like what people are expecting they're like you right you right you right, right so they're just like all right well i don't know we'll call it devil may cry 
So that's how Devil May Cry started. Uh, the other game that came out of it was called Hunting Hunting Ground, uh, which is a super expensive <laughs> survival horror action game uh, from. Is it Capcom? I don't know if it's Capcom, yeah. but Haunting Ground is because uh, basically what what the what the premise was is that you're actually going to the um, CEO's castle of Umbrella Corp, mm-hmm. and while you're in the castle, you run into a woman that has a dog, and they've been experimented on or something like that, and so she has like these crazy powers, and the dog's like this bioorganic weapon is what they're calling it. And so that ended up being a game called Haunting Ground. So if you look at Haunting Ground, it's basically a woman and her dog, and you can, like, command the dog to go, like, bite people or some shit. Hmm. I've never played it. Uh, it's, it's like, a, I think this is like a three or $400 PS2 game. Yeah, when, you, when you look it up, uh, the first result is Wikipedia. The second thing is, why is Haunting, haunting Ground so expensive? So Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking expensive game, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, two games come out of it, and then Resident Evil 4 basically uh, was kind of like their, their, uh, I guess, I don't know, shot in the dark uh, to make it happen. And there you go. Oh. One of the greatest games of all time. They, um, speaking of Haunting Ground, they put her, the main character's costume in Street Fighter V. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like... There's so many deep cuts with uh, fucking Capcom, dude. Yeah. So many deep cups. It's real. Deep it's cups, real fucking, too. Yeah. Deep, yeah. That chick definitely had deep cups. Don't know why she needed them, but she had them. And, <laughs> and you know what? Bless up for it. Yeah. And before we get on to the last Resident Evil 4 related news, there was, well, actually, this is kind of related to the, um, right when the game released, there was a Steam review where somebody wrote down all of the instances where you can't look up the skirt of the Ashley character that you're saving. So she is the president's daughter in Resident Evil 4 that Leon is sent to capture. This blonde-haired, blue-eyed bitch who uh, got kidnapped, and you massacre an entire village to get her back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so somebody... in the Okay, so let's, let's go back a little bit. Uh, Resident Evil 2005... Um, there are some differences in the new one uh, for some things that may have been seen as problematic now compared to 2005. Okay. Because uh, basically Leon is basically sexually harassing uh, a lot of the women uh, in the game. Uh, okay. You have this uh, Hunnigan character who is kind of like your uh, communique, uh, you know, back home that you talk to every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, just like, I like the way you look without glasses, you know, like that kind of thing. You know, I think he tries to hit on her again at the end of the game. And uh, the Ashley character, the president's daughter, like she asks him to come back to her place for some extracurricular or like overtime work or some shit like that. Yeah. So like some of that stuff got removed from uh, the current one. That's good. That's good. Yeah. The Steam review had issues with that. Uh, but also the fact that you can't look up her skirt now. There's actually a mechanic. I found this out by accident. There's a mechanic where you can actually, if uh, if she's like in a higher level and you look up, uh, she actually calls you out for looking up her skirt. Mm. I wonder if they if, if they got that from Near Automata. Because like when you try to look up 2B's skirt, like she swats you away or like... The game was released in 2005. Yeah, so that those... So that in 2000, that was in the 2005 version. 
Yeah, they got rid oh. of it because oh, it was they... kind of cre- it's kind of creepy. Oh, I thought maybe I thought you were saying that her calling you out was how they got rid of it in the new one. Oh no 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 no! They didn't. Uh, they got rid of it completely. Like she's oh. wearing. She doesn't wear a skirt anymore. She wears like skorts, right? What is, is that? What they call it? Like yeah, she's yeah, got, shorts it's like with a the skirt. Shorts that with the skirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They also uh, got rid of the jiggle physics. A ton of it. Uh, you only really see it during the cutscenes, but very, very obvious. Well, and um. Uh, they, I think there was even one of the characters that actually uh, calls it out specifically in the original game, too. Damn. Damn, your titties jiggling yeah. like hell, girl. What the hell is going on? I forget what, I forget <laughs> what he calls him. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, uh, I forget, he, he, I forget the euphemism he used for him. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, anyways, so that Steam reviewer <clears throat> took, took, uh, like he had a detailed list. Of all the scenarios where you can actually look up her skirt, he's like, you can't see her panties during this scene. You can't see her panties during that scene. It's like, no, thank you, Capcom. I'm keeping my money. God damn. Yeah. And bless his heart. But you know what? Bless his he's, heart. He's got, he's got standards and he's sticking to them. And um, you know what? Uh, yeah. You know, I hope he's, I hope he's glad, doing well. I hope he's doing I'm well. I'm glad you see, I'm glad you see it from his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Glad yeah. you see it from his perspective. Yeah. He's creating boundaries um, and he's, you know, he's maybe not expressing them healthily, but you know. <laughs> probably not. Probably um, not. Speaking of uh, not expressing yourself in a healthy manner. <laughs> uh, so Ada Wong, the voice actress for the new remake. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, apparently she's getting harassment over her voice work. To be fair, her voice work is kind of shit in the remake. I hated her in the remake. Like compared to every other voice, uh, and, uh, and again, like I, I'm not even like a big voice person. Like, a, like I don't respect voice actors. Yeah. Right. I don't respect voice actors, but she stands out so hard compared well, to she, everybody else. Does she just try too hard or is she just... No, because I think they 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 try to. She's trying to play off like as. So Ada Wong's supposed to be like this cool, like aloof mm-hmm. character where she's like she doesn't give a fuck. <clears throat> like I think I, she has like a thing for Leon, but you know she tries to play it off like as being coy and like, you know what I mean? Like this independent, strong woman, blah blah blah. She's just out for herself, and so it. It's so deadpan and just monotone the way that she speaks. Uh, it, it's it's a complete it's in complete contrast to everybody else in the game. Everybody else, like it's it's so bad that even I noticed it. You know what I mean? You know what that that's maybe what we don't understand is that her character is actually autistic. Because in a in a conversation, uh, <laughs> the way somebody else enunciates or emotes during a conversation you do not have control over yourself and you will do it so i i like to fuck with people in meetings like at work and when i'm talking i'll cross my arms sometimes and i'll watch other people when they start to listen to me and pay attention they start to cross their arms and everybody in the room will start to cross their arms and then i'll uncross my arms and i'll start doing other stuff 
and then they will start doing it. And it's just how we're fucking wired. So maybe her character is literally fucking autistic because she doesn't uh, react correctly in conversations. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I pay way too much attention to stupid shit that is irrelevant in life. (laughs) Uh, But that's kind of fucked up. That people it's are attacking fucked up. her. It's yeah. super fucked up. I didn't yeah. enjoy her voice acting, but like... You'll never fucking write her care. a letter. Or 120 I'm not characters. gonna write her a letter. Uh, maybe... Maybe I'll get... Maybe I'll get used to it. Like, so, so there's actually a... Uh, I don't want to call it like a... It's like extra content or something like that called Separate Ways, mm. uh, where you specifically play through as Ada Wong during yeah, the yeah. Resident Evil 4. Like, she has a side <laughs> story. Um... I'm actually I'm actually interested in playing that in the remake because apparently I think that's coming in later. Okay. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't part of the original uh, game. Well, not the original remake, mm-hmm. so it's not included as part of the remake right now. Um, but I st- I'm still looking forward to playing and Ada Wong as a character, uh, like separating her out, her out from like the voice actress. Uh, I really like her as a character. Uh, voice actress wise, like whatever, it doesn't matter. Don't fuck with her. Leave her alone, Jesus! It's like fucking Ray from not Ray. Uh, who's the who's the Asian chick from the from the new? Uh, yep. As I was, I was about to bring that up, the Star Wars movie. Um, yeah. Everybody attacked her like fucking crazy yeah, to where she had to like disable all of her social media accounts. That shit was fucked up. Um, but nerds, nerds are fucking weird, dude. Nerds are super fucking weird, and they are so attached to their IP <laughs> that they think they approach it the same way that. Hardcore Christians approach the Bible. And they will list all the panty shots that you didn't get to see in the remake. Yeah. And they will. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I I, get I, it. I remember going to church and somebody listed all the times that you didn't get to um, upskirt Jesus and passion of the Christ like you did in the Bible. So, um, I mean, he's asking for it. He's basically wearing nothing up yeah. there on the cross. And, God, I, and those abs, please, bitch. Please. Fucking ripped. Yeah. Ripped. You know what? If I was Mary Magdalene, I would have washed my washed his fucking feet with my hair too. Right? Jesus was <laughs> fucking rock solid. Got him. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> so I get where they're coming from, maybe. Um Rock Hard Jesus. Yeah, Rock Hard <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's my new Christmas uh jingle. All right, uh, let's uh, let's move on before we piss off more people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, good news: mm-hmm. the game that they're calling Final Fantasy 16 is going gold. Has gone gold. Uh, I forget that this game releases in May, mm-hmm. late May or something like that. Um, which means that we're like almost two months away, month and a half away mm-hmm. from the game releasing. It's gone gold, which means they consider development done. Um, Apparently, this game has been done for a while. I think they've just been polishing it up. I think it was supposed to be released last year, late last year, like in November or something like that. Oh shit! I forget what I forget what happened. I think uh, I think they moved development resources over to Final Fantasy fourteen because Final Fantasy fourteen released an expansion. I think in the past six months or so. Yeah. So because I think Yoshi P. Uh, is also he's also like director of Final Fantasy 14. He was the dude that basically revitalized that entire fucking game. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think he did the whole rebirth or whatever. What did they call it? Um, 
whatever Final Fantasy XIV, yeah, like yeah, the, the whole Armageddon thing and yep. like the, the whole uh, re- rebirth or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, so I think he was, I think they were helping Final Fantasy XIV out. Came, uh, they decided to delay Final Fantasy 16. They came back, uh, finished it, polished it up, and hopefully this means that when Final Fantasy 16 drops, it's going to be solid as fuck, not like The Last of Us Part 1. Mm, let's hope so. So, so that's good. Uh, moving on to like Microsoft shit. If you didn't get a chance to use any of the $1 trials from Microsoft for their Game Pass Ultimate, you're fucked. They have gotten rid of it completely. So you are no longer able to try Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Game Pass Ultimate is probably, if you have a decent PC and an Xbox console, it's one of the, one of like the no-brainer type things to do. If you've been on the fence, that $1 trial was probably the one thing to get you hooked in. I don't know why they ended it. Um, the Activision Blizzard deal is probably going to be closing sometime soon. Uh, they've been having some positive feedback uh, from the European uh, agencies about uh, being able you know, to their, move forward and shit. Yeah, being able to move forward with it. So it kind of seems like it's it's going to be moving. And I forget when they expect it to to like actually close. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's in May, May or June. Hmm. Something around there. Uh, Activision Blizzard should be officially part of Microsoft by then. Dude, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, the the thing is, is like we've already seen them try to raise up the price of uh, game. Was it games with gold or Game Pass? Just the regular Game Pass subscription. Mm-hmm. Some shit like that. Um, so I have a feeling if it's not going to be by the end of this year, probably early next year you're probably going to see the subscription rates for Game Pass uh, start to increase. So that means lock it in now so you don't fuck yourself. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, There's also rumors that the Game Pass with, was it, what do they call it, like Game Pass Family or some shit, like Friends and Family, Game Pass Friends and Family, Mm -hmm. where you'll be able to get up up to five people together and uh, subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, I think. So they're they're saying that the rumor is like thirty dollars a month. Damn. For yeah, for family and friends with Game Pass Ultimate, which means that if you get enough people together, it could be potentially like five dollars a month. Shit, that's not that's bad, a, dude. That's a fucking steal, dude. It's a fucking steal. So. We'll see what happens. Things are kind of moving in that direction. Um, I'm I'm topped up. I think I got it like yeah, you two did and a half fucking... years left. Yeah. 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 I mean, so the thing was, is like I actually flew to Turkey for, for a day, purchased uh, some Game Pass Ultimate uh, subscriptions while I was in Turkey, yep. redeemed them, and then flew back to the U.S. Yeah. You were over so, there for on, a, on a business trip. Um where it was like, like mandatory that. that you just had to go over and like do some server maintenance. You just had to flip a switch, you know, it, to be fair, yeah, I was going to make a real shitty joke about birds. And I was like, you know what? That's probably out of pocket. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So I like anyways, uh, um, yeah. Oh God, you were going to go that way. All right. I'm t- glad we moved on. All right. So, um, on top of that, so the expansion cards for the Xbox consoles have been super expensive. It's like mm-hmm. one terabyte is like a 230 bucks. Yeah. At this point, you could probably get a half decent 
like a cheap four terabyte SSD. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it'll work in the PS5, uh, but that's how cheap uh, SSDs have gotten, or the NVMe or the M2s or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, so Western Digital looks to be entering the market for the Xbox expansion cards. Mm. Right now, it's only been Seagate that have been making them, and they've been stuck at two hundred and thirty bucks uh, since two thousand twenty. Western Digital, there was a listing on Best Buy's website, which got pulled down. But Western Digital is listing their card at 180 bucks, which is like $50 cheaper than the, than the Seagate one. But it's still twice as expensive. I got a two terabyte SSD for my PS5 for like 140 bucks. Yep. They're so fucking bucks. cheap. They're, they're so fucking cheap right now. Yeah. I remember when those They're, fuckers came out when the PS5 dropped. They were like two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, no, they, they were the the Xbox expansion cards and the SSDs that you put inside of your PlayStation Five. There was price parity. Yeah, a one terabyte drive that was fast enough to go into the PS5 was about two hundred and thirty bucks. Yep, that same uh, SSD right now is probably around a hundred bucks. Yep. So the race at the bottom, as far as price wise, on the stand, you know, because like the NVMEs, fuck, the NVMEs. Uh, I'm gonna spill shit all over this desk. I think it's old, uh, dude. Yeah, the NVMEs uh, that go into the PlayStation Five, they're all standard. That's not mm -hmm. something like special to the PlayStation Five. There's a tons of manufacturers who make them, and they're just gonna get cheaper. Seagate was the only one making them for the Xbox, so they were two thirty like practically all day every day maybe you get one on special or, or something like that maybe you get a coupon or something like that but otherwise like it was always 230 bucks now there's seems like maybe there's going to be a little bit of competition we'll see we'll see um next up the wii u and the 3ds e-shop is now officially close rest in peace um you can still technically redeem download codes on the e-shop until they say april 3rd 2023 at 9:30 p.m. So by the time this podcast gets released, it's going to be, I don't know, uh, you probably have a few hours to to redeem yeah. them. So good luck with that. Rip, eShop. Yep. Um, also, the uh, Mario movie is releasing this week as well. Hell yeah! It came up quick. Came up quick. So it releases this Wednesday. Looking forward to it. You going to see it? Yeah, you got damn right. I'm going to see it. I don't know if I'm going to see it uh day that it releases as much as I would like to. Uh I might go like Thursday or Friday. I'm thinking about it. I might go Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. I'll I think if see. I could make it in the middle of the day, which I can't because I gotta go to the fucking office, um, it would be really fucking good to watch it in the middle of the day because kids are at school. Goddamn right. Yeah. I don't want to so, watch it with kids, dude. I don't want to watch it with fucking kids. And it's gonna be that's why you watching kids. You watch it when they're in fucking school. There you go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go all the way to Alamo Draft House to watch it. Jesus Christ. Where's the... Katie? They still have... Oh, fuck that. That's like an hour drive. No. Nope. Just so I don't have to listen to kids. They're not going to be at school, man. I can't watch it in the middle of the day without Janet. Oh, well, that's, that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. You know what? She might have to be... Oh, dude, I think she's got the flu. She got the flu all of a sudden. Damn. Yeah, we'll probably go watch it Thursday or Friday. <laughs> there you go. Damn. 
and then uh, I think we talked about it earlier. Last of Us Part uh, Part One, mostly negative reviews on Steam right now. You need. Uh, I have probably what's considered a probably one of the top end uh, specs for PC gamers right now, and it barely. Barely handles this motherfucker at full 4K Ultra. For real? Barely. You got a 4090. Yeah. What, what's your fucking processor? 5950X. It, it was a top-end GPU, a top-end CPU, I think, last generation AMD processor. Yeah. Um, the and you got AMD one, like, 32 gigs of RAM? 64. Okay. The AMD released, they're calling, like, the it's like 3D cache is what they're calling it, the marketing term for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released two CPUs. Well, they re- released one CPU in the 5000 series, the 5800 uh, X3D, which is supposed to be uh, blazing fast for games. Uh, not good for like computational work for like content creation or anything like that. But for yeah. games, it's out of control. Hmm. AMD just recently released the 7950 X3D, 7800 X3D or something like that. So they have the 3D cache versions of their newest. AMD generation chips. And so those, even with that kind of configuration, you're still going to be struggling. Damn. You know, even with everything maxed out, maybe like 70, 80 frames per second, which isn't, isn't good. No, if isn't I'm going to play 4K, I want 120. The Resident Evil 4 remake looks amazing as well. And it's a night and day difference when I play the two. Resident Evil 4 remake. Feels buttery smooth. Last of Us Part 1 feels a little jank. Damn. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. So, like, even if you were to get a comparable PC set up to what, I guess, the PS5 specifications would be, like, computer-wise, mm-hmm. it doesn't even come close to the performance of the PS5. That's it's fun. that bad. It's that bad. Yeah. So, they, they need to fix it. That's for sure. Uh, and then I guess the last up is uh, PSVR 2 doesn't seem to be doing very well either. It's, uh, it's, a niche mar- it's a niche product for the PlayStation 5, so you need... It's basically $1,000 to get in. you got to have $500 P- PS5, and you have to have a $500 PSVR 2 in order to do the, PS, uh, the VR content shit. I think PSVR 2 is still only available through Sony's PlayStation Direct. You can't get it through any retailers or anything like that. So who knows? Who knows? I still haven't opened up mine, by the way. I've had so much shit to do that I still haven't, I still haven't unboxed. It's still in the original shipping boxes from Sony. So I think there's resellers maybe on like Amazon and Walmart.com that are selling it. Uh, yeah, because it's marked up like crazy. The Horizon plus VR two is like a thousand two hundred dollars. Nah, that should be that should be like a five hundred and fifty dollar. It's either was it? I forgot how much it was. I think it's five fifty. Yeah, it's either five fifty or six fifty, something like that. But yeah, it's it shouldn't be that much. Uh, you should be able to. I mean, it, it's not sold out. Five ninety nine. Hmm. The VR2 VR2 Horizon Call of the Mountain bundle. That's it. You don't need to buy it from fucking Walmart or anything like that. For a thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. 
That's so yeah, fucking dumb crazy. as fuck. Yeah, dumb as fuck. Yeah, Either way, don't buy from Walmart. You can get it from Sony directly. Uh, so we'll see. It's kind of a shame. Uh, I mean, who? No, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be like it's going to sell gangbusters or anything. Like yeah, that. I mean, so it, fucking, it, it's not going to sell three million copies in two days. Not. <laughs> so all right. Uh, let's get into it. The the one thing that we have, probably the biggest thing that we have to talk about is probably the Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom stuff. Uh, but before we get that and get into that, the PlayStation Plus April 2003 games dropped. Um, the first one in the PlayStation Plus, we actually talked about it. I think it was part of Tokyo Game Show or something like that last year. Uh, Meet Your Maker. That was the game where you were building like this... Uh, these traps and shit that yeah. other players would go in and play. And so you would study how they, uh, how they played your level and then you would be able to adjust your level yep. in order to, I don't know, make it better, make it harder or whatever. Um, so it was like that. You could either make levels or you could rate other people's levels, blah, blah, blah. Uh, apparently it's a day one drop on PlayStation plus. It should be available. I think April 4th. Cool. So that's meet your maker. Uh, Sackboy Big Adventure is also the next game on PlayStation Plus. That's kind of like the, uh, I don't know what you call it. Like it's a Mario Odyssey of the Sony games. Uh, so you play Sackboy from the Little Little Big Planet series, and you basically it's an action platformer, a collectathon type thing. And the last game on PlayStation Plus was Tales of Iron, which is I don't know, like if you were into Redwall or something like that when you were a kid. Uh, this game is probably up your alley. It's a whole bunch of fucking rats and shit with swords and whatnot. Uh, apparently, apparently it's supposed to be like a hard action game. They call it an RPG, but it looks like a side. It looks like kind of like an action game. Yeah. So maybe it's like an action RPG game or whatever. So those are going to be your PlayStation plus games for the April. Uh, and I think your opportunity to redeem the games for March ends probably the day that this podcast drops. So if you haven't gotten the games from March, fucking get them before they go away. Yeah, go get them. Go get them. I got to make sure that I got them. You should just get the, get the PlayStation app. You can get the PlayStation app. You can, you can actually redeem your uh, PlayStation plus games directly on there. Okay. Shit. All right. I'm out here learning today. That's all you got to do. All right. And then finally, let's get to that, that big shit. 10 minutes of Tears of the Kingdom. Did you watch that? Hell no. I didn't want to see a single fucking thing. I watched your your clip, your your short on YouTube, um, where you talked about the individual uh, mechanics that Link gets. And I was like, that's all I want to know. That's it. And that's basically all this was. They're just, all it did was talk about their, in all the powers. So the little islands up at the top, they're called sky islands. Uh, the way that you reach the sky islands is apparently there's a mechanic where like, I don't know, like rocks or like meteors or some shit fall off the islands and fall to the ground in Hyrule. And so you use your recall ability, one of his new abilities, which basically reverses the time on an object. And so it raises back into the sky. So that's a, it's like an elevator to get back onto the sky island. Uh, next is fuse, which is one of his new powers. Basically, it allows you to fuse weapons with other shit. So in this cool. example, they used uh, like the sticks, probably one of the weakest 
like weapons you can have in the game and it fused it with a rock which basically makes it uh, a stronger weapon and it hits harder mm -hmm. uh, the other example that he used were um, like you have this long pole and then you found a pitchfork on the floor and so you could attach the pitchfork to the pole and basically you have this long pointy stick now hmm. you know what I mean so it's just like shit like that uh, they gave a couple of more examples like uh, you can use like a kisai to turn your arrows into homing arrows that shit look cool as fuck yeah, and I think you can also attach, like, a, in one of them, they atta he attaches a leaf, I think, to the front. And I think it's meant to, like, um, block... What are those fucking... Oh, God. It's been so long since I played Breath of the Wild. Um, but anyways, like, those little... Um, what were those things that had, like, those little lasers that kind of, like, scanned the area? And if they found you, like, Guardians? it shot like the... I think it was a guardian, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that, so... Similar to, uh, like, apparently the Sky Islands have these things called constructs up there. Um, so they have, like, a similar thing where they have this, like, this scanning eye ability. And apparently the leaf kind of, like, blocks the, like, the little, the, the scan laser or whatever. Um, but you can also do other things like attach. Uh, there's, I guess, uh, what do you call it? The little slimes and shit that you. Yeah, the frozen uh, slime, the fire slime. Yeah. Yeah. So you can also use that to attach, like, elemental effects to your arrows as That's well. That's cool as fuck. Uh, the next one, which they showed off in some of the other trailers, where like Link makes like his fucking rafts and shit, uh, it's called Ultra Hand. That's a terrible name, uh, but Ultra Hand <laughs> is basically you being able to glue shit together, and you can create boats. And there's apparently like these little wind turbines that you also find everywhere. You can attach those to your little things, so you can probably make like a. If you point the fans down, you could probably like float in the air, like it pushes you up, kind of like hoverboard style. Uh, if you attach them um, straight up, like on a boat or something like that, on water, you know, it pushes you like a fucking wind sail. Um, and then the last one, which they also they also kind of hinted at this in some of the trailers, is the ascendability, which allows you to go through fucking roofs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so there was like a, I think in one of the first trailers for Breath of the Wild, I think it actually shows Link like, like zipping up through fucking the fucking floor. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what that ability is. So in their example, they have like a, there's like a hill, right? That you want to get to, but there's no way to reach it. Or at least you don't have the stamina to reach it. Uh, but there's also a cave underneath the hill. So if you go inside of the cave, use your ascendability on the ceiling, the link kind of swims up and through the ceiling and gets up to the top. So those seem to be like the major new mechanics that Link has. Uh, what they mean to the story? No I haven't they haven't said a fucking word. They haven't said a fucking word. Uh, also, I think that I didn't put this in there, but uh, you can also, and this is going to be fun to do, I think, uh, you can jump from the Sky Islands and you can fucking land in the water if you want to. So I, that's one of the ways that, because like if you were to, if you were to jump off and then use your little uh, glider, you run out of stamina, you're going to fucking fall to the ground. Yeah. So he has the ability to kind of like, you know, make his descent. So he there's a I think a new mechanic. Uh, sirens. Uh, there's a new mechanic where you can basically, I don't know, like fucking just dive from the from the sky and just kind of like dip into the fucking water and shit. Damn. OK. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's interesting. There's some new mechanics. I don't know what it 
what it means to the rest of the game. I don't know if he still has his old stuff. Can he still make bombs and shit? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, um... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited as fuck about the game. Uh, I was looking at my pre-order again the other day just to make sure it didn't get fucking canceled. Uh, I, I'm just pumped for it. We're yep. sitting, if you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, we're watching Link make a, a fucking speedboat. <laughs> make a little boat. Yeah. This shit's wild as hell, dude. Notice like, what, yeah. what, what can we do? But so, and the crazy thing is like people were doing this already in breath of the wild. This yeah. just kind of makes it official. You know yeah. what I mean? Which this I guess is, is fine. Um, people are going to find a way to break this game to pieces. I cannot fucking wait, dude. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine like there's going to be so many tutorials about different kinds of builds that you're going to be able to make in this motherfucker. Jesus. Motherfuckers are going to figure out how to take that little boat that he, he made and put wings on it and just make it a fucking flying machine somehow. They they did show off in the gameplay footage that uh, they well, they and they didn't go into it. Um, but in the trailer, there are some more like advanced, uh, I guess, things you can make with ultra hand ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't go into exactly what those were or what the context was of how you get them. So there's still more. There's still more things about Ultra Hand that we don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of other things with the mechanic that we aren't we aren't aware of. Uh, but like, as you can see on the screen right now, the ascendability, especially when you have to go through like I guess a a more you have to travel a greater distance. Like he has this like whole swimming thing that he does. So this kind of ties into some of the rumors that I heard about uh, originally, where there was some like there's like a time element to this game, right? So people weren't sure if he is in like some kind of like there's like a space time bullshit going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like um kind of like if you think about it, like Ocarina of Time. You know, when you go from young to adult link. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it seems like there is some sort of time element to it. And I don't know if it's quite on that same level of like Ocarina of Time or anything like that, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the full game. And we don't have long to go, man. It's only like a fucking month to go. Yeah. Uh, And right here you can see like the whole like descent thing. So he's got like this whole like skydiver thing that he can do. And it looks really fucking good because like there's so much verticality now. Um with the game and then he can do his little quick descent and he basically just like just bloop, right into the fucking water. Do not try that at home. Uh your body will explode upon contact with the water. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. So that is probably all I ever want to know about Breath of the Wild at that mm-hmm. point. I don't give a fuck about anything else. This is it. We got the new powers. Cool. Um Story-wise, we still have no idea what the hell's going on. He's got this weird-ass arm. Like, I'm all about it. Yeah. I I hope that there's a tie-in somehow with your save file from Breath of the Wild 1. I guess I can just call it Breath of the Wild because this is called Tears of the Kingdom. But I mean, people, people have been calling this like Breath of the Wild DLC. Yeah. 
And I'm not sure. I can't tell. I can't say that they're wrong. I yeah. can't say that they're wrong, to be honest. There's been I a lot of a lot of uh, hate videos already on YouTube about this, like saying oh, that it yeah. looks like shit. It looks like it's going to play like shit. Like, I can't believe they're doing this like this late in the fucking Switch's lifespan. Like, this should have been next gen. Like, how dare they? Just a bunch of dumb shit, dude. Yeah, I don't know about the whole next gen thing. I don't like the fact that we're going back to this. As far as Hyrule. Yeah, essentially. Because the there there was a whole, like, Hyrule Historia book that came out that attempted to, like, piece together the timelines of the games. Which I, is stupid as fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like trying to tie in all of the Final Fantasy games so that they make sense in like a single cohesive <laughs> universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's dumb. As, it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. It's dumb, and right? To, to, to take a step back, they tried to do that with Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy 12 because they all take place in Ivalice, uh, something like that. So people are, they put together a timeline for it. It's real fucking dumb. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. And, you know, okay, so I take it back. So Majora's Mask, I guess, was technically in the same timeline, um, but it took place in an entirely different place. Yes. You know? Link's doing, like, Child Link is doing whatever the fuck. He gets lost in the forest or some shit, and he goes, like, whatever, ham in some weird place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess this would be, like, the Majora's Mask of Breath of the Wild, which... I guess, um, but it takes place at the same fucking zone. Yeah, in the exact zone. So that's that kind of that kind of pisses me off a little bit. Yeah. One of the best things about Breath of the Wild was the exploration part. You know what I mean? Oh, you had God, don't don't do this, don't do this. You had this entire fucking world that you had no idea, and like searching for every nook and cranny of it was just like an adventure. Like I felt like a little fucking kid again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to go to this corner of the fucking map and I want to see what's there. And I had so much fun just getting myself lost, figuring out how the fuck am I going to get all the way up there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to find the highest point that I could find and then just gliding off of it to see like what I could get myself into. Do you remember uh, when you're up in like the frost mountain, like the ice mountain and you come across that area where you have to push a boulder down a hill a certain way to like break apart that fucking door. I remember finding that. And I know the developers put like tons of clues in there to like make that, make sure that's where you fucking go. I felt like a fucking genius doing that. I was like, there's no, this is so fucking cool. Like I know this is how they program it. I know this, this is what they wanted me to find, but I felt like I found it on my own. And and to your point, I think coming back here, nostalgia is fucking cool, but taking away exploration, I I don't know that I want this land to feel familiar to me. Exactly. Yeah. And they haven't really talked about that. Mm. Uh, even in the gameplay demonstration, they said that there are some changes, but they didn't they didn't go into what has changed. Mm. But I can imagine that it's changed so much that it's going to make a huge difference in exactly the, the, in the same way uh, as your first experience with Breath of the Wild. I think 
the first time that you so you after you get off the plateau like it blew my mind like wait there's so much game there's so much there's so much here yeah there's so much here and the greatest part about that was and i've heard other people say this too if you try to get a whole bunch of people together and you talk about the experience what uh what your experience was when you flew off the plateau everybody's experience is going to be different yep because something different caught everybody's eye and yep. so everybody fucked off to different parts yep. so when it comes time to describe your journey like the story of your playthrough for breath of the wild it's your own unique story yeah you know it's like i flew down and i found these ruins with these lizard motherfuckers and so i was just stabbing the fuck out of them and then some people like landed in a fucking forest you know they found a town you know what i mean yeah some people found they probably found this coliseum which had these crazy strong enemies yeah you know what i'm saying there was there's so many opportunities to where you could have gone immediately after getting off the plateau and that's what made breath of the wild so good um I hope they find a way to at least recreate that. You know what I mean? Because it's going to suck if we just basically have the same goddamn area to play through again with just like now now he's got a now he's got a zombie arm. I, now there's I'm, shit in the sky. I'm hopeful because like even even here the shit that they're showing us looks like um new to me. These are probably just the sky islands more than likely, but um this at least the stuff that we're seeing here that's all on the ground oh. i don't think this is in the sky islands okay um either way well, it, it all looks new um no this is sky oh, this islands. is a sky island. yeah okay so maybe the sky so, islands are, are essentially about the same size as hyrule down below and if that's the case that's kind of fucking rad uh it's kind of because then, then you get familiarity so you, you get like the sense of safety down below and then you get like your, your scary fun exploration up above. Um, Oops. I hope these aren't shrines. I hope these aren't the shrines. Oh God. Don't do me that way. I really hope that's not the case. I, if there's only eight of these fucking areas and they're. Oh no, no, no. There's, there's so, well, I mean, there was like 120 shrines or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Of, of the world, but, uh, you can, you can see in, um, in some scenes in the gameplay demonstration, but these, these fucking sky islands are every fucking where apparently, okay. I, I don't know if they're going to be concentrated in like a specific yeah, area. You can see them like here in okay. the fucking trailer. They're, I, I they're all over. Mountain right over there. Yeah. They're everywhere. I don't, they're everywhere. Okay. This is so, okay. I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we only got a month ago. Yeah. Uh, they've had, was it 2017 when breath of the wild released? They've had, Almost eight years of development time, or, uh, or yeah, around eight years of development time. They decided to charge seventy dollars for this fucking game. So let's see if that of those eight years and that seventy dollars. They said it's going to be worth it. This is a seventy dollar experience according to Nintendo. So let's see if they're full of shit. I'm, I'm willing to say yes. Um, I'm being pessimistic mainly because I want to be, I want to be surprised. So here, I want to. This this scene, by the way, is showing yeah. familiar areas, 
and on the rock faces, there were runes written in that weren't there before. So I, I think there's going to be new areas, hopefully on the ground level. We'll see. Just like maybe like visual. Like I said, like they, they could be going through the whole like space time bullshit. Yeah. Uh, they could be doing like uh, the, this could be like the dark world. Like if you played Link to the Past or anything yeah, like yeah. that, uh, this could be like the Dark World version, um, the fucked up version of Hyrule, an alternate alternate version of Hyrule. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Um, but I think at this point, I think we've kind of speculated enough. I think we have uh, enough information right now as far as like gameplay uh, possibilities to make it seem like it's going to be really fucking fun to experience. Um, I'm hoping that the world is going to be just as cool. I mean, like you said, the world was the game. Yes, it was. Um, everything else was a support character for the world. All the cool combat, the weapons, um, the cool vehicles that you can make, you know, out of the shopping carts or whatever the fuck you were doing with like the magnet and flying around all over the goddamn place. All yeah. of that stuff was a side character to the world. So that being said, I, I, I have high hopes for this game. I think it's going to be good. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, it's going to be game of the year. I'm worried that the gameplay is going to feel samey. Uh, meaning, you know, like they've added some new stuff to like arrows and, you know, your weapons and shit like that. But I think dodge and parry and flurry rush and all that's still going to be the same. Um, and I'm going to play the game essentially the same way that I did before. And I, I'm hopeful that I don't get bored of it. How many hours did you put into the original Breath of the Wild? Ooh, like over 100. Easy. I played yeah. the fuck out of that game. I played the fuck out of it too. I, and then when they came out with Master Mode, I played through most of that. And that was... That was fun. I haven't gone... Th- I didn't go through Master Mode. I didn't even play... I haven't played through the uh, DLC stuff either. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. Dog, I played... I, man, I, I played everything. I... I built the fucking house. I kitted that fucking house out. I put all my weapons in there. Dog, I was playing that bitch like it was Animal Crossing at the end. I got, <laughs> I, I wanted to get, I upgraded every fucking piece of equipment, like all of his gear to max level. Uh, I only thing I didn't do was getting all the Korok seeds because I found out it was just a golden poop at the end. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing this. Yeah, no. I think, I think I'm still missing. I put like 160 hours into it. And I'm still missing like 30 shrines. What the fuck? Yeah. God, I did through most of the, I did most of the shrines, but I missed, I missed like 30. Oh, cause there's so many of them. And then some of them are really well hidden too. They some are of them are really well hidden. They're so well hidden. I think at some point, I think when I was like 70 hours into the game, I just looked up a, a map of the shrines. Yeah. Or something like I, that. I, I tried to avoid that as much as possible. That's why it took me 160 hours. Like the, so the whole thing with the, uh, in the, in the snow mountain area where you had to push a, push a thing to like, you know, like it, it crashes into something to reveal like, yeah. Yeah. I had to look that shit up because I was too dumb to figure that out. Oh, I was too dumb to figure that out. I, I remember just like you said, find like seeing really tall mountains and being like, how, I, there were nights where I literally just like climbed mountains and then just glided off of them and just floated around them over and over and over again, just trying to find clues. Yeah. Like 
I was probably 80 plus hours into it before I found out you could attack the fucking flying dragons to get material out of them. Oh, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. People keep talking about those flying dragons. Yeah. I don't fucking remember them at all. No. I don't remember the dragons at all. The four fucking dragons. Damn. Dog, I was on a... I hunted those motherfuckers. I found out when they spawned. Like, I looked up a guide on when they spawned. uh, And I made little camps. And I would stay there. (laughs) And I would spawn camp them over and over and over again to get their fucking horns and their scales and all the other dumb shit. Dude, I loved... I loved the absolute shit out of Breath of the Wild. Oh, I kind of remember the dragons. So that's, and so I think that just highlights just how crazy Breath of the Wild was. There yeah. was so much shit to find. Yep. There's so much shit to find. You know what I mean? So again, the fact that no two people's experiences with Breath of the Wild was the same. Everybody had their own journey that they went on. Yep. Which was which made everything so much better, and I I assume we're gonna have a little bit of that here as well. But I, I if they can just if they can just recreate that, yeah, like, that's all I'm asking. I that's hope there's new I'm outfits asking. in it too, like like you know how you had the climbing outfit, you had the fucking berserker outfit, uh, the death mountain outfit, all that stuff. I hope that's still in there, and I hope that you have to work hard to get it so that you have access. I really hope that they don't open this game up and you just go, you can go anywhere you want and we don't give a shit and everything's open and uh, yeah, just have a good time. Like I want there to be consequences to go into new areas. I want there to be unlocks that I have to work through to get there. Like I remember my first time going to death mountain. I didn't know that you had to have a fucking outfit to get there. So I farmed the fire newts to keep making fire resist potions over and over and over again. Because I was too stupid to realize that you could just go to a fucking vendor and buy the equipment. You know what? I I want to say that I think I did that too. I did that too. But see, but that's the thing though. Like it, it, the same thing with the um with, with the the cold areas. Yeah. You know, you can get equipment so that way you don't have to worry about managing the 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 cold meter. Or you could just have a fire sword, and the fire sword is so that's warm on your back right. that it keeps you warm the whole time. I forgot like, about that. Yes. There was so uh, but, much nuance to that fucking game, dude. Exactly. Uh, but I was the same with you for the cold areas. Like I farmed like those, the, the jalapenos or whatever the fuck yep. they were. And so I had, I've made this, I've made food. So that way, like I would have so much resistance that mm-hmm. I'd basically have like free reign of that entire area. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like I was doing the same thing and that's, um, that's probably going to be lost on this one. <laughs> since you kind of since you kind of already know the mechanics yeah you know and everything that you need to go through so that's that's the part that's gonna suck um the i remember in the original breath of the wild the idea that you get basically your your powers Mm -hmm. in that little intro plateau section kind of kind of sucked in a way you know because like that's one of the that's one of the things about zelda games that that are really good is that you start off with like very basic minimal equipment. Yeah. And as you progress through the dungeons, you know, each dungeon has its own mechanic, mm-hmm. which probably includes uh, an item or something in the big chest in the dungeon, which kind of opens up some more like 
movement abilities or it opens up like other possibilities in the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as you go through the dungeons, acquire equipment, you suddenly get access to more parts of the world that were kind of locked out. It kind of felt weird having all of the things given to you up front. It's like, yo, you can make these bombs. You can like use this magnet and shit to like do whatever. You can have the stop ability. There you go. Have fun kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, and at the same time, like I still miss the dungeons. I still miss the dungeons from like classic Zelda stuff. In fact, like when I went Maybe they to. Dungeons back. Uh, don't, don't take them all balls like that, dude. Right. If they brought dungeons back and each one of these plateaus like led up to a dungeon. This would be hands down the best fucking Zelda game. I I love the Divine Beasts. The Divine Beasts were amazing. I enjoyed they were the fuck so out of them. Short. They were. Yeah. They were. The uh my favorite one was the one where you were turning like parts of the beast on the inside, like you were you know Was that the camel? I forget which one it was. I think it was the one in the in the desert. It was the one in the desert. So basically there was like couple of sections inside that you had to like Spin. rotate yeah yeah uh that was probably my favorite one that was probably my favorite one um when they released this with the the hd remake of skyward sword mm-hmm. i didn't play the hd remake i actually played the wii version yeah i forgot how much i enjoyed like going through like a traditional Zelda structured game uh, people seem to not have very fond memories of Skyward Sword, but I had so much fun with it. I see people like uh, posting on like the uh, GameCube subreddit now about like how much fun they're actually having with Skyward Sword. Like people may have not had fun with it when they were young, right? Uh, and I avoided Skyward Sword. Uh, I think uh, I just got the. It came out on the Wii U, right, or the Wii. The Wii, yeah, because it yep. used the Wiimote. Uh, so I, I think that's one of the reasons why people didn't like it mm-hmm. is because you had to use your Wiimote to swing your sword. Mm-hmm. So the mechanic was there was, um, I forget the name of the, like the, the big bad, uh, but you you find them uh, you, or you, you wouldn't have an encounter with them like multiple times throughout the game. And so basically you basically are using your sword to kind of like... Uh, I don't even know what the word to call like you to bait out his attacks. Yeah. yeah. So you basically have to like, you know, move your sword in a circle or you have to move it. So that way, like, you know, he, he, cause I think in the encounters, like he's essentially attempting to, uh, block your attack. And so you kind of have to like move your sword around and then find an opening so you can slash, you know what I mean? And it was a pain in the dick. Yeah, but it's it makes you think about sword fighting as a practical thing instead of just smashing the A button. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And there's mechanics throughout. So like um I think when you fight him, one of the last encounters that you've that you have with him, um, you essentially have like to like slash diagonally and shit like that because he throws out like these these flying little like I don't know what bees or whatever the fuck they are. Um, kind of like you can think about them as like flying daggers that he shoots at you. Yeah. Uh, but they come in a pattern. So you essentially have to, uh, slash in like a specific diagonal way or like, you know, it's either diagonal, horizontal, you know, straight vertical or something like that. So you have to, you have to line up your sword attack properly in order to 
uh, avoid taking damage. And I think there's also some uh, enemies in the game that are the same way. Hmm. You have to you have to like attack them in a very specific way uh, that only makes sense with the Wiimote. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how they do it with the uh, Switch Pro controller. Like, I have to. I have I to fuck how they it. did that too. Uh, I think, I think they use one of the sticks to basically. Uh, oh, that makes it. sense. Yeah, because it's dual. Yeah, you got dual sticks. So makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was the same, but I think that's what they attempted to do. But I, I enjoyed my time with it. It, it's actually a pretty decent story too. I, it's, it's that and. Um, so I have a little confession. I've only beat uh, Breath of the Wild and A Link to the Past. All other Zelda games, I've, I'm incomplete. So I'll play for a little bit. And it, a lot of it was just like I rented them when I was a child, like at Blockbuster or something like that. And I was like, damn, these games fucking rule. And then I never went back to them as an adult. Uh, but I think the next Zelda game that I want to play after this is probably uh, Wind Waker. Like the uh, the remaster that they they did for the Wii U, yeah. So I have that, and I want to play through that, and then I'll probably go back to uh, uh, Skyward Sword. Twilight Princess is probably one of my favorite Zelda games ever. Really, that's the one where you turn into a wolf, right? Yep. And then you you have uh, Beast Ganon. So, so like Twilight a- Princess was the answer to wind waker i think it was uh wind waker i remember when wind waker was released i was like man nintendo's with this kitty shit yeah that's what everybody said like, we couldn't sell that motherfucker when i worked at game uh gamestop or eb games yeah. eb games yeah and then uh i remember the teaser that they did with um twilight princess so it's it's a really it's a I think you can still find the teaser out on YouTube. Um it looked ultra realistic in comparison. Look ultra realistic and so uh there's one part where you see I think you see the back. So like the reveal is uh you see the back of Link and I don't know like he's spinning the sword and he you know puts it in his back sheath and then he kind of turns around and you're like oh fuck links back and he means business Hell you know man. what i mean that i was like man like this this the game is kind of dark yeah it's it's a little dark it's a little dark but i enjoyed the fuck out of it hmm. uh the whole the whole like uh there's like what there's like a couple of sections of the game where you turn into wolf link and you're running on the roofs of Hyrule to mm-hmm. get to where Princess Zelda's at. Like that whole sequence was a fucking amazing. I enjoyed the fuck out of it because they have like this really like sad, like just kind of depressing music playing as you're hopping across the rooftops to get to where she's at and yeah. shit like that. And what what was the god damn it? What was the name of uh, the little little the, alien chick that Madna? Mad- Midna, Midna, there you Midna. go. My next guess was Medea. Uh, <laughs> <Medea>. like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love uh, the art style from that fucking game, too. Like, everything looked really Yeah, the art style cool. was good. Yeah. Um, but Midna has... So there's one track on the Twilight Princess soundtrack called Midna's Lament. 
which is a banger fucking track. It's a really depressing banger of a track. We should look and see if we can find a Zelda orchestra that's coming to Houston sometime soon ago. They used to have them a lot. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, they should. That could be fun. Oh. Anyway, I think we've, I think we've Zelda, gushed. Though. Yeah, I think we've gushed a lot over Zelda. I'm ready to laugh a little bit uh, at somebody else's misfortune. I'm ruthless, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, this one, so I, I saw a bunch of stuff uh, about different companies not wanting to go to this event. Um, mm. That's all I know about it. So I'll let you kick it off. Really? Yeah. All right. So if anybody wasn't aware, we actually had a, a whole pandemic thing that, that came through a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, we're probably still living through it. It's neither here nor there, though. Um, so a lot of in-person events were canceled. Mm-hmm. A lot of in-person events went uh, virtual. And that's kind of like the way we've done things. And uh, to be fair, companies like Nintendo have gone through and have done Nintendo Directs. That's where they release a majority of their information. Mm -hmm. Microsoft and Sony have been kind of slowly transitioning into that kind of way of drip feeding news to people. So whenever they have something to discuss... There is no event. There is no convention. There is no conference that they show up to. They basically just drop a video. They'll randomly announce it a couple of days, a week before, whatever, and then they'll just drop the video, and that's how you get your news. You know? So when we were coming out of the pandemic, probably like last year, some of the the, the in-person events started to really kind of started to ramp up. Uh, We were hearing that... The Electronic Entertainment Expo, E3, was going to come back, and they were going to do an in-person event this year. E3, if you've never heard of it, was basically the industry show to reveal what everybody was working on for gaming consoles. This thing has been going on for decades, you know? So, if you were a game company and you were trying to get distribution for your game, or if you were a Capcom, if you were a Square Enix, and you just wanted to show off all your new shit to the industry people, because this used to be just a closed event. Mm-hmm. It wasn't open to the public. They they started opening it up to the public, uh, I think, in the past, like, five or... Like five or is it, oh, this is 2023. It was probably... It's probably only been open to the general public for maybe about... 10 years or so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even less than that. Uh, otherwise, it used to just be industry people. Anyways. So that was the show. That was where everybody did their big reveal. That's where, like, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4, that's where all of these consoles were announced. So when they they talked about E3 finally holding an in-person event. We're like, okay, maybe they're coming back. Summer Games Fest, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest have been kind of like filling in that hole yeah. in that June time slot. 
you know uh it's it's a little different this thing like goes on like an entire week not the two or three days that e3 usually runs Mm -hmm. so okay so maybe we have e3 coming back but again nintendo i mean they weren't going to have a presence there they do nintendo direct so nintendo's not going back sony i don't think they've been at an e3 since like 2018 even before the pandemic they were kind of doing their own thing they were kind of doing their own thing Mm -hmm. um microsoft i think microsoft hasn't even been inside of the e3 convention center they actually own a building across from the convention center there's a microsoft i forget the name of the building but they own a building across from there that they used to hold e3 sessions at so they would have something going on the same time e3 was because you know, basically, you were just cross the street to go there. Yeah. So Microsoft came out and they're just like, ah, we're not really going to do anything this year. Yeah, yeah. So, which means the only people left are the big time publishers, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, I think about a month ago, said, yeah, 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 like we're gonna we're gonna be at E3 this year. So everybody was like, okay. And then a couple of was it earlier this week? I think they made the announcement that they had decided not to attend E3. And at that point, people are like, huh. So if Ubisoft isn't going to be there, I don't think any of the other big companies have made an announcement of whether or not they were going to be there. So who the fuck is going to go to this thing? Take we're two. a couple like... of months away. <laughs> we're a couple of months away. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. made any announcements, nothing. So we're like, fuck, what's going on? And then finally, a couple of days ago, the uh, I forget the name of the, the people that own it. Uh, it's like Red something, whatever. Uh, they just decided to cancel it all together. So E3 2023 has been canceled. Whether or not E3 is going to be a thing anywhere past this, who fucking knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows? I, I think... I, one, I was excited E3 was coming back. That was the nostalgia in me, just because I like big chunks of news. Um, Basically, I like right. all the cool reveals. I like all the fucking hype. I like all the videos that come out of it. It's it's super fun. Um, now I'm on the other side where we're you know doing content type of stuff, and we're you know releasing podcasts and shit about the news, and we do like reaction stuff. So I thought this is going to be really fun for us because we get to get ahead of it. And like react to stuff and, you know, uh, integrate it into our content creation stuff. Kind of sucks that it's going away uh, because it'll be a little bit more of a drought for us. <laughs> but uh, it is really. kind of sucked the last the last uh, year or two that it was there. And then when it went away for COVID. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, like you said, we got Summer Games Fest, uh, a bunch of other places tried to fill in the hole. And to be honest, I've kind of enjoyed their fucking content uh, that's come out of all those other events. So I don't think we're missing anything outside of just a giant place for all the companies that come together and like fuck off, but they haven't done that in years. So it doesn't matter. Basically. Yeah. So uh, the name of the company is called read pop read pops, the read pop and the electronic uh, ESA. I forget what they, I forget who that, uh, who is ESA. On who the fuck ESA is. Either way, <laughs> um, electronic service agreement. That's what, that's what we're going to call them today. <laughs> the electronic service agreement and read prop. 
Entertainment Software Association. There oh, we go. so close. So you were close. Fucking acronym soup, right? Yeah. Um, just the spectacle of it. Like if you, uh, there was, who was a digital foundry did a, a quick video, like a retro video um, where they, somebody had footage of E3 2003, mm-hmm. I think. So somebody got, and this was, again, this is back when it was just an industry only show. Uh, and I think this is the person who, this person worked at one of the, I think he might've worked at EB games or something like that. Uh, cause apparently like at, at that point in time, if you were a manager at an EB games, yep. uh, you qualified to go attend E3. Yeah. My manager went. So if you watch it, it's basically just a whole bunch of booths, you know, big ass signs. There's people giving away swag. There, these all of these companies are playing all of these games that aren't going to be released for like another couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, this is stuff that nobody really sees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is meant for everybody who's going to be writing articles, you know, doing reviews, whatever. It's meant for them. It's meant to show off all of these new games, games that don't even have names you know what i mean yeah isn't it crazy to think like you know like this and this again like we're in an information age where we know basically everything that happens the moment it happens right but back then could you imagine seeing like uh i don't know metal gear solid 2 or like kingdom hearts like a couple years before it was released to stores you know what i mean would have blown your fucking mind yeah exactly so and that was the kind of thing and also there was like some other things like uh, <laughs> E3 also had like a, a reputation for having like booth babes. So you would have like all these scantily clad women <laughs> attending booths to get people to like yeah. come check your shit out. Like it was that kind of thing. Like, again, it was an industry event. Yeah. It was fucking wild. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure the parties there were insane because essentially you are. You're being catered given- to. Like, You're being catered by people's marketing budgets. Yes. This is probably, this is probably E3 was probably one of the biggest marketing spends of all of these companies here. You know what I mean? So yeah. that meant you got free swag, you got free shit, you had, you got drinks, you got food, all kinds of stuff. Have you been to South by Southwest? No. Oh God. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. You get a South by Southwest badge and you get invited to rooftop parties all over fucking Austin, Texas. Like where people are just like, yeah, come over here and fucking eat and drink for free. Like just wild shit where they, you just get vouchers like nonstop. Like, Hey, if you have a badge, you can come in here for free and your first like five drinks are free. Like it's bananas. It was so much fucking fun back in the day. Um, so I imagine it was the same kind of thing. Like you just, yep. you, you essentially just feel like the mayor of the city. Like everybody's super fucking pumped to have you there. People <laughs> Man, are way too way nice to you. Like, yeah, it, it's fucking it's so much fun. So I think what people may not understand, and I guess like you could see it from like just a normal person's perspective, just like who gives a fuck, you yeah. know, Summer Games Fest, Nintendo Direct, Sony, State of Plays, Microsoft, whatever the fuck they call them things. Mm-hmm. I think they started calling them directs now, which probably probably shouldn't call them directs. Maybe not. You ain't directing shit. No. Um, but. It. It's just, it was just a different, it was a different thing. You know what I mean? 
I think the and I, I can't even I can't even say this like in a way that doesn't make me sound hypocritical because like I work from home now. Mm-hmm. I'll never go back in the fucking office. Fuck that place. I have an office set up in the other room. It's a tax write-off. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yep. Like, I'm never stepping back into an office. But a place like E3, there's something about like in-person events, something like this, so that is just just different compared to like watching this, you know, you know, in your fucking boxers, you know, fucking Cheeto dust on your dick. Yeah. You know, watching all this shit. You know what I mean? It's when we went to BlizzCon and we got to watch the Diablo 4 intro. Yes. In person, in a room of like 30,000 fucking people screaming, the crowd, like just everything was shaking. People were fucking crying, like losing their fucking (laughs) minds, dude. It was like, it was insane. And then now people are just now watching that for the first time during the Diablo 4 beta. And I'm like, dog, this was like years ago when we watched this. And obviously it was like public domain information. Like it's been on YouTube forever, but people have just avoided it until just the beta. And watching people freak out over it again was really fucking neat. But it's not the same energy, like you're saying, as being there in in public amongst people that are like you in a room filled with speakers that when they shake, the air shakes around you. Like you feel it. Like you, it's hard yeah. to avoid, uh, the hype when you're there. Like I just, it, it's so fucking cool, man. It's so fucking cool. I think if anybody is, who's into gaming gets a chance to go to a big event like that once in their lives, they should probably do it if they can afford it. Exactly. It, yeah. It's a shame that these kind of, these kind of things are probably dying off. Yeah. That it's not really going to be a thing yep. anymore going forward. I think it's probably going to be taken that uh, the whole like e3 the the mantle the flag whatever is going to be probably carried by uh other conferences like uh gdc is the game developers conference that's not that's not open i don't think it's open to the public it's really meant it's like an industry yep uh it's an industry show um mainly for people who are really into the whole like technology behind what powers these games those are the people that attend these shows it's I don't I don't know if they're exactly going to be the same but it just it just upsets me that we've gotten to the point where this kind of stuff just is deemed no longer necessary. Yeah, I mean it's you this what I mean? and what was that fucking the 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 show that came back to YouTube with Adam Sessler and shit? The fucking network uh, it's just like all of G4. this, yeah, G4, all of the cool stuff from like, you know, our, our nostalgia of like gaming culture as we grew up is all, it feels like it's all coming to an end. And that, mm. that to me being, being an old frog, you know, I'm like almost 40. Um, it, it's, it's bothersome. Uh, it makes me not feel good. Um, it would be like if, you know. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how uh, another thing to compare it to, but it just, it just sucks to watch all of these things try to make a comeback and then just keep falling on their faces. Well, I mean, I can, I can think of something kind of similar. Okay. Like when's the last time you picked up a gaming magazine? Bruh. I thought about that the other day too. I saw somebody post a picture of their fucking game informer, like a physical edition, uh, 
because like Sea of Stars was on the cover of it or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, dude, I cannot. It's been like seven or eight years since I had a fucking gaming magazine in my hands. At least. Yep. <laughs> I actually bought, I think the first, the first dozen or the first, I think it was like the first dozen uh, issues of Nintendo Power. Mm. So I have issue number one of Nintendo Power the where they had like ones. the old, old ones. Oh, so this is like, this is like 89, 88. Mm. You know, this is the one where they were just like, yo, Super Mario Brothers 2 coming at you soon. Yeah. Like we're giving you a preview of this new game. You know what I mean? Like uh, that kind of shit. I loved those old fucking magazines, dude. Yeah, exactly. Th- again, like this is how you got your news. Like if you weren't if you weren't like a Nintendo Power virgin, mm-hmm. you were a you were just a fucking game pro slut. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. There was a there was an old advertisement for a game called Gunners Gunners Haven back in the day. I don't even know what console it's for. I couldn't tell you anything about the game, but that game sits in the back of my mind all the time and is like, why haven't you played it yet? Why haven't you fucking played it yet? I thought about that game so much as a kid because it was like in multiple magazines for like a month. Uh, those things were uh, influential. I mean, I guess that's what fucking marketing is supposed to be, but like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to go through the, all those magazines, see all those uh, people like submitting their art, like of like yeah. Earthworm Jim or like fucking, you know, Princess Peach or some weird shit. Uh, when Twisted Metal came out, like, all their fucking ice cream head dudes, whatever the fuck his name is, Sweet Tooth. Um, yeah. All that stuff was uh, pretty impactful for me as like an art art kid. Uh, I, I miss all that stuff, man. I, I miss all of it. It was super fucking fun for me. Yeah, you got to be careful what kind of art you, you look up nowadays. Yeah. Everything's Rule 34. Yeah, everything is Rule 34. If you don't know yeah. what Rule 34 is, don't look it up either. Don't look it up either. Yeah, it's a, it'll ruin sure. your life. It is ruin your life rule. But I get it. Like, that's the kind of stuff that's all going away. Yeah. And this is probably one of the biggest things from, like, those that the era of that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of, like, the probably the nail in the coffin for anything even remotely related to that era. Just gone. I don't, don't want to hear that. But you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. It's fucking dead. Yeah. So, I mean, so here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little different now. A little different as in, like, this This kind of feels like what it was like back in, back in the days when uh, I would get an album, like, a month or two months before it got released. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the kind of shit that we get now where we get leaks of all kinds of random stuff, regardless of whether or not they are like planned leaks, you know, like uh, these kind of like leaks that are, it's like a guerrilla marketing type of thing. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's what it is, but I think we're at the point now where we have people leaking information about games that are in development that Mm -hmm. aren't meant to be announced. You know what I mean? I, I, I 100% think specifically games like World of Warcraft or like Final Fantasy and stuff like that, like MMORPGs, hmm. motherfuckers put code in their patch code 
that has direct references to upcoming shit that players don't know about. Oh, like, God. like Dragonflight yeah. was a name of the expansion in the fucking game files, like a couple of months before they were, and they announced Dragonflight as an expansion. And, uh, and, and I, I almost feel like because developers know that their code is going to get read. People are going to break it apart through like, you know, data mining processes and shit like that. Um, I, I a hundred percent think that these motherfuckers do it on purpose to drum up hype about speculation so that when they release it, people are already fucking biting for the info. Right. I can imagine that. I can imagine that. Like there are so many people that I follow on Twitter that are bit, that's basically the only reason I follow them is because they, they're essentially data miners. Yeah. I have the, I think the biggest one that I follow is called oatmeal dome oatmeal dome. He digs through like all of the patches that gets uh, released for the Nintendo switch system. He does all of the, he does all of the data mining for like all the Splatoon shit. It's really interesting to see like all the stuff that he can pull out just from stuff that gets updated, put in the game. Yep. You know, this is not something that everybody who has a switch can do, but if you have a, an older switch that is able to be hacked and modified, yeah, basically reads through everything lets you know, like, Oh, well, uh, cause I think like the, um, was it the Mario Kart eight deluxe DLC stuff? Yeah. All of this stuff was, I don't think the names of the courses were, were leaked, I don't but think so we kind of, understood like what was coming yep. as far as what the DLC was concerned about. They, he, he, I think it was him or maybe somebody else had leaked uh, the fact that Bluetooth capability was in a software patch like months before it actually got turned on. It was already in the software. They just hadn't toggled it on for the mm-hmm. Nintendo switch. Like it had always been there. Like nothing yep. changed about the fucking hardware. They were like, oh, we can't do it. We can't do it. And they're just like, all right, fuck it. We're never going to sell headphones. Just turn it on. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, I mean, um, so this is the, this is the, this is the shit that I guess we live for now. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not like a curated uh, marketing push by all of these companies no. uh, in a, you know, three day time period during, during, uh, during the summer. Yeah. So, I I guess the Summer Games Fest is just gonna have to do. I'm okay with it. I like Jeff Kelly. I like his I like his energy. I like the I fact. hate his sneakers, but otherwise, like I think he's all right. <laughs> he's just trying to be cool. Maybe he's just trying to be comfortable. Maybe he's got plantar fasciitis, motherfucker. Like he you know, he's a little old. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's got shin splits. I don't know. Maybe he's got bad knees. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't think you can run in those sneakers. Mm. Oh, they kind of dressy sneakers. I haven't even, I haven't even looked at the shoes. That uh, That's just like the meme. Just like everybody's wondering like what shoes is he going to wear mm. for the next game, summer games fest. I think that's been like the thing for like the past, like two or three years. Damn. I, Cause it's kind of like if you've, if you've ever watched, Oh God, I forgot the name of the guy. I think he passed away. He, I think it's been a while since he passed away, but uh, there was an NBA commentator mm-hmm. where basically he was known because of his loud, colorful uh, jackets that he used to wear when he did interviews, right? And so basically it was just like a running gag, just like how crazy of an outfit he could put on. 
you know, like it wasn't just a, a gag that was between him and the broadcasters. It yeah. was with him and the NBA players as well. Like everybody was in on it. Like that shit was fun. There was, so uh, I kind of, I'm just giving Keely shit. Yeah. His shoes are, his shoes are fine. There's a, a guy that was an OTK, the streaming group, uh, who used to do commentary for blizzard on like, their MDI, so the dungeon running events and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to name him by name uh, because he got super fucking canceled. That dude just dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, he just <laughs> said like some sexual allegation type of shit and just oh, shit. disappeared. Um, but yeah, he was the same type of thing. Like he would always have like some weird fucking facial hair plus like the uh, outlandish fucking suit. Everybody else would be black tie, white shirt, fucking suit jacket. And he'd have like some floral print fucking smokers jacket type of shit on. Cause the, they just said dress nice dress, you know, suit something like that. And he was like, Oh, this is Vegas. Fuck. I'm about to abuse this. <laughs> and I, I loved his energy, uh, about the whole thing. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, you know, he had a little bit more energy somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of weird energy, I want to make a call back to our buddy. Okay. Um, since we're still in L's, uh, this is something that we didn't put in the, the podcast notes, but the fucking Justin Roiland shit just got uh, dropped oh, out right. of court. Uh, but he is still fully fucking canceled. Yes, he is. He is not allowed to come back to any of his... Uh, projects and uh i don't think he's allowed to come back to squash games but um probably not and there I, don't, is... I don't even think it's about the allegations i think it's about the leaked dms with him and them underage girls or whatever i mean so here's here's the fucking thing though mm-hmm. uh, i it's there's a good there's a definitely a balance for this shit yeah yeah and uh i gotta be careful with my words okay i'm gonna have to be careful with my words okay um Hitler did nothing wrong. Oh, well, I mean, you Wait, just came on. out and said it. You just came out and said it. The, the crazy thing about these, these kind of, these kind of things that go on, uh, cause it seems like this is, this is kind of like the, uh, Al Capone tax evasion thing. Mm-hmm. Like nobody gets in trouble except when they do some sexual shit, yes. sexual deviance, apparently, or what's considered sexual deviancy is the only thing that gets people in trouble. And I guess the, the area that we focus on, like when it comes to video games, yeah, anything streaming, like you could be the garbage human being on the face of the earth. Yeah. You step on puppies everywhere you go. You kick babies in the face. You know what you mean? You just, you slap the shit out of women. Yeah. That's fine, but don't, don't you go sexually assaulting them or do anything like that. Don't you, don't go you do being anything accused. with your penis. Don't you go yeah. being accused of sexual assault. Speaking of yeah. which, fucking uh, Louis C.K., made he's making the biggest fucking comeback ever right now. Okay. How long did it take him, though? He was, he was, he was gone, gone for a while. He was gone for like four or five years. He was gone for a while. And yeah. here's the thing, though. Like, in I could see that he, he did well enough for himself that he could probably disappear for a while and come back. Yeah. Uh, but in this, in the industry that, that we kind of cover, like 
once that's gone, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, in the gaming world, you're fucked. Like you don't you don't have like residual income like he did with uh, the the Louis Life with Louis or whatever the fuck that show was called. No, Life with Louis was that old cartoon. It was, it was called a, Louis. It was called Louis. He yeah. had a well, he's had a couple of TV shows over the course yeah. of the years. Uh, here's here's a question. Mm-hmm. Here's kind of a throwback. When's the last time you watched anything Pro Jared did? He still gets suggested to me somehow. I'm pretty sure I blocked his channel, but that motherfucker is still making content and people still watch the fuck out of Pro Jared. So I think he's kind of in the same boat though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was kind of like he is he was being like he was showing pictures of a dick his dick to people. To underage right? kids, allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I think all of that shit got kind of like tossed out. Yeah. So uh, so he's trying, like, he's got a YouTube thing now. Like, I, I just remember him coming back mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm pretty sure he hasn't quite reached, uh, whatever he was prior. Ooh. You know what I mean? I, I think but... Gus Johnson, even his, like even being a shitty boyfriend, like, I yeah. think he's kind of fallen off the cliff. Yeah. He's, he's fucking gone. Like, I don't know, man. I, all of the, all of the people that he used to do. Uh, content with they walked away. I, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't realize how. Uh, what was his name? Eddie Burback. Eddie Bur. Whatever the fuck his name is. I didn't realize how big he was. Hmm. This motherfucker. He gets like millions of views every time he puts out a YouTube video. He God did. Damn. I think he did a Mr. Beast collaboration not too long ago. Okay. Yeah, this dude was way bigger than I thought, and he used to collaborate with Gus Johnson a whole bunch. And now he's person non grata, according to Eddie Burback or whatever the fuck his name is. So that so that huge boost of people who could be watching Gus Johnson's content gone. Yeah. Like he was he was on track to. I think he was doing like Comedy Central stuff. Like I think he had been approached by Comedy Central to like produce. Yeah. To produce some like some skits. Damn. Yeah. So he was on his way to do all kinds of shit. His brother, he has a brother that he sometimes collaborates with as well. His brother's actually gone to do some like uh, like YouTube Comedy Central stuff. Holy but shit. Either way, the point is, he was kind of like on the kind of fast track to kind of level up his career. Yeah, yeah. And this completely just cut him off at the knees. Swept his fucking legs out, dude, man. Like, Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to say that I cancel culture is kind of fucked. Um, but I do agree that if you, if you really fucking wrong the shit out of someone in like a really bad way, uh, you know, and you get found guilty by all means, do your time, get canceled, whatever, disappear, go to prison. But Canceling someone based on allegations is fucking wild. Like, um, what is uh the little Indian comedian guy? Ooh, ooh. this Native from South Carolina. No, 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 no. He's Indian, Indian. Um, <laughs> he lived. He grew up in South Carolina. Um, are you, are you talking about what's his name? Um, he's got that real high pitched uh, voice. He's real fucking funny. Uh, God damn, I forget his name. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. Anyways, oh, God, I... he, Aziz, he I'm sorry. On, yes, Aziz. He went on a date with a girl. Oh, he... 
To me, be fair, though, he completely killed the Me Too movement. Yes. He went on a date with that girl. Uh, they had a good time. They went out for drinks. She agreed to come back to his place. They had some more drinks at his place. They started making out. He asked for consent. She said yes. He asked for consent again. He's like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. They start hooking up. She had a bad experience with him, regretted it, and then called him out saying that he used his fame to, like, fuck her. She felt she felt used and all this other shit. And he was like, bitch, you literally told me multiple times that you wanted it. And because I didn't perform as well because, you know, I'm nervous or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Uh, he was like, you're going to call me out and try to get my whole career canceled. Like, it's, it's fucking wild. Uh, and that, that, that scares the shit out of me. Like, I mean, I'm, 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 why? Is, I mean, should, should you be scared? Not me should personally. Like, I was going to okay. say, like, you know, like, I'm not out on the market. I'm not, like, uh, anyone, really. Like, I don't know. Mean, we haven't checked your DMs yet, so. That's true. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, people asking me to play World of Warcraft and, uh, people sending me weird, uh, anime food of cocks. So, uh, yeah. That didn't sound good at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's weird stuff in there, but like nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, you know, pretty, pretty normal shit for like an anime guy. But, uh, for, you know, for, for dudes coming up or like dudes that have, um, you know, they're still trying to find someone. It just, it just, it's weird to me that you can have a moment where you're vulnerable or anything. And then your whole life just blows up and fuck in front of you. Like it's, it's fucking crazy. I talked, I talked to my coworker, the, the one guy that you met about this type of shit a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, Cause he's worried about it. Really? You know? Yeah. He's just like, man, you're fucking young dudes who are not in committed relationships right now are still out there dating and have a lot to lose, like their career and stuff. And they, they worry about this type of shit and they're like, they're not the problem, but they could be perceived as a problem. So he's like always walking on fucking eggshells. Well, see, that's the thing though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, uh, I don't even know how to put it's hard to it's hard to to really to really vocalize this without maybe getting a little weird about it. Okay. Um but I always think it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the little weirdos. Mm-hmm. It's the little weirdos who really have to worry about it. It's because they don't have enough confidence or maybe just like their social skills aren't quite as developed as some others. Mm-hmm. Where they are walking on eggshells because they don't necessarily have the confidence or at least the, the personality to kind of like understand the context for this kind of stuff. Sure. Because depending you, it, it really depends on who you, who you're around. Like you have to, it's not even the fact about asking, like asking permission, Asking permission, I guess it can be, I guess that can work. But the thing is, is like, as you start to kind of develop these relationships with other people, mm-hmm. like you kind of have a understanding between one another, like where exactly that line is, you know, it doesn't have to be vocally said. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Do you think like, and to bring it back to what we started out with, do you think this is why Justin Roiland 
put put a crew together to find him women that were of a certain age and type so that he could avoid that (laughs) that whole process and try to be a total creep um basically without proof well, it's not even without proof. It's that he doesn't have to, he, he doesn't, he, he has the kind of stature where he doesn't need to do this himself. He has other people to do this for That's him. True. It's basically, it's like basically having a personal chef, dude. Oh, You know, you get, you get meals served to you. You know what I'm saying? That's a real you fucked your, up way to look at this. It is. All right. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's true. Though. It is true. But here's yeah. the thing though. Who's really, who can really say, like, what you should be doing with your life? He has enough money and fame that he can make that kind of shit happen. You know what I'm saying? And but you know who's more famous are, than him? Who? I mean, a lot of people. But Habula. Yeah. No, no, Hasbula is his name. The little. Fuck is Has. The little. You don't know who Hasbula is? The little no. fucking. He looks like a child. He's three foot tall. And he's like 21 or 22 years old. He's like been in boxing matches and all this other shit. He's famous as fuck. The dude can literally not go anywhere without. Look him up. Asbula. Um, teeny tiny little. You'll, you'll see him and you'll be like, what the fuck is this guy? Um, he has a, a, a condition where he's never going to grow. He's an adult that's three foot tall. Um. Oh, he looks like an old baby. Yes. Um, and he just got the shit canceled out of him. Like everything that he had going for him got canceled because I think he made a video where he like hit his cat or some shit like that. But oh yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh. Ouch. Yeah, but I guess the point of that is just like fame. Fame does nothing but I think expose you more maybe but i mean it's the same it's the same reason why uh what do you call it um jeffrey epstein had it had that whole thing yeah he, you know, he, made, he put an bit. island away and he was like hey man yeah there's this entire entire island where they can go be go be like fucking fucking gross individuals mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh and i think justin roiland uh to a certain extent was that but uh to be fair, I think once you become, once you get into your twenties, like I think, I think you can make your own fucking decisions mm-hmm. about who you want to fuck at that point. And Con- consensually like, and legally, yes. Yeah. So if you're just like, yo, like Justin Roiland, like he's gonna pick you up. He's gonna like, I don't know. He's gonna have like, he'll have food. You'll have drinks. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You'll get a ride back to the house. Yeah. That kind of shit. Just like, you want to fuck around for a bit. And some people are just gonna be like, yeah. Yeah. Is it creepy? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Like, I don't know. Like if it's, if that's their thing and he finds other people that are cool with that shit too, just like, I guess more power to him. Like I can't really, can't really fault him. Like I assume that, if he's single, that his ability to maybe meet people is probably way different than yeah. either me or you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, maybe he just enjoys getting his rocks off. And the idea of like going to, uh, I mean, you know, like there's some people that go to fucking 
get fucking prostitutes and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily calling the people that he sleeps with prostitutes, but I mean, there's some people that are just down for whatever the fuck. I, I don't think, I think, I think we're thinking about it a little weird. There was a, somebody brought up a cool, uh, what the, what the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, who was in the Revenant and Shutter oh, Island. Um, they call it, uh, t- the fucking actor. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. So he only dates women till they get to like, what, like 23 or some shit 25. like that? 25. Yeah, something like that. Uh, people were very upset about it because he's like in his 40s and he's rich as fuck. Yeah. And he's like, why is he only fucking girls till they're 25? And he's like, oh, he just, you know, he fucks them while they're in their prime and they fucking, you know, they go away. Somebody else looked at it from a psychological standpoint. They're like, what's cool about people when they're 21 to 25 years old is that they haven't experienced the world. And so everything that he takes them on and shows them is new to them. And so all he's doing is just blasting dopamine kicks in his head as these girls freak the fuck out. Every time he takes him on a yacht, he takes him on a fucking private plane. He does the same routine this weekend. We're going to Paris next weekend. We're going to Tahiti this weekend. We're going somewhere else. You know, it, he does the same routine over and over again. And he gets to watch these chicks lose their fucking minds over everything he does. Like he's the coolest fucking dude on the planet. I mean, to be fair though, he doesn't fuck just like random 20 year olds. Like a lot of these are like supermodel type bitches. Mm I don't think I don't think they really uh, they're, quite they're just, fit that narrative though. But they're they're nowhere near as rich as he is. They can't be. I mean, I guess. Like this dude can do anything he wants and go anywhere he wants. Like he he's the mayor of every fucking town until you know we found out he was a creep. But like, so is he a creep though, or maybe he just like finds know. women who enjoys who enjoys like going out on a yacht? But yeah. again, is that is that, is that wrong? Yeah, I don't know. If I had the opportunity when I was young to fuck a hot old broad and she took me out on a yacht and showed me a real good time and like had her personal chef like cook me meals and we got blasted and I got like a sunburn and then I got to go back to my shitty life in North Carolina. Like that would have been the shit. I would have lived off of that fucking high for like years. So here's the thing though, like we 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 talked about cancel culture, but mm-hmm. that's the same kind of mindset that gets us into that kind of like weird spiral where yeah. we start to question whether or not like, oh my God, like this is wrong. Like people are going to view me as mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking weird and want to yeah. have nothing to do with me. Yeah. I mean, I think at, I think at that level, like, I don't think it matters, well, at least for DiCaprio probably, yeah. but yeah. um, he could never be in another movie again and he'd be totally fine. Yeah. But I don't think uh, at that point, for those kind of people, like, it's different. It's all different. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, I'm sure, like, we, like, people, like, middle, you know, middle to upper class people never be able to pull that kind of shit off. You know? No kind of clout. No. no zero I mean, clout. maybe. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, what two consenting adults do on their own free time? Like, I don't really give a shit. Me either. Not a fucking, not, I don't give a single fuck. I think it's super cool. 
And I, I kind of think that just kind of like what it boils down to, yeah. like, you know, I, I'm not going to like that. It, we start, we start getting into like this puritanical bullshit where it's just like, it's kind of like what, what the definition of what they say porn is, is like, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it like that kind of thing. Yeah. But they defined it as sexy looking table legs back in the day, which is why we have, uh, uh, table skirts or whatever. And like, uh, they they covered up piano legs because dudes thought those were too hot or jerking off to them back in the day. So like, ooh, okay. So let's not bring it back to the eighteen hundreds. Let's let's. I think this was like let's 19, keep it kind of modern a little bit. It's kind of yeah. modern. I think this was like nineteen eighties, nineteen seventies. Like, uh, I think the uh, what was it? I, I maybe was I think was it pornography? Some shit like that. I forget. Like this is going back to. Um, even like before the uh, God, what was the name of the fucking it, before the ESRB? Mm-hmm. Before the ESRB was a thing uh, in the nineties. Like people were people were people were attacking. Was it like uh, Ronald Reagan, Nancy Reagan, or was it George Bush, uh, the senior, uh, yeah, yeah. before he passed away? Uh, they were going against. They were going hard against like the Simpsons, fucking rap music. Like that's where we got the whole parental oh. advisory labels and shit like that. Dude, NWA, so, man, fuck. Yeah. God damn. So the the whole thing about and when I mean like puritanical, I don't mean it like in the strictest sense. I just mean that it seems like we're letting other people's definition of what we consider appropriate to be to kind of like be the rule of law for yeah, yeah. everybody yeah, yeah you know what i mean and i don't think like there are some extreme cases and shit like that where like the fucking smash brother apparently smash brothers uh players love fucking underage girls that's fucking weird you know what super i'm saying fucking weird that's super fucking weird when that one case it was a girl fucking an underage boy right oh yeah that's right yeah. oh that was weird that was super fucking weird too yeah because he was like 12 or some shit yeah. So in situations like that, like I get it, but like once they become consenting adults, like, you know, just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, uh, the fact that we get to be outraged when all of this stuff leaks out, you know, cause I don't know, like they're having some horny DMS being passed back and forth to each other. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I couldn't care. I, I literally I, couldn't care when it's, when it's pro Jared showing his dick like an ice cream cone to a little kid, that that's <laughs> fucking weird. Um, that's fucking weird. How did he fucking get get out of that shit? People just stop talking about it. You just have to wait till people stop talking about you. Because I kind of thought, like, I remember, like, when he first came back. I think I watched the first video he came back because it was basically just like, "I told y'all." I think that was like his response. Like, I told you that was shit was all bullshit or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Man. All right. So this kind of got off the rails, dude. Yeah, it did. It did a little bit. Uh, we went, I, I steered us down a weird path, uh, like always at the end when we get into the L's, but, um, I, I don't know where to go with that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I hope it's at least entertaining for the few people who watch this, um, and stuck around yeah. this far because it's, it's culturally significant. I think a lot of it impacts uh, the media that we enjoy the most, like which is video games and uh, television and stuff um, because it changes the way that, you know, we, we get to interact with the industry. It changes the way that uh, the industry gets to interact with us. And in right. some cases it removes the content creators, uh, the writers, the producers, the actors and actresses from the genres that we enjoy. Uh, 
consuming. So that being said, episode 32 killed it. It's April 2nd. Uh, this is not an April fool's joke. We're back. We took a little time off because there was nothing there last week. There was literally nothing there last no week. No fucking news. We both dug around None. and I was like, uh, we could talk about Justin Roiland. He was like, I'd rather not. So I brought it up this episode. Cause fuck you. I wanted to say something about it. Uh, right. And it, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we did it here. Yeah. We at least have some like other news in front of it to, to not make it like an entire <laughs> fucking weird episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine it being in like two hours of just going down that path? I I wouldn't know what to say for two hours about uh, him. I I'm sure I, I could. Um, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I I'm done with it. I'm over it. It's the end of the episode. I don't want to. I, <laughs> I think we've I think we've hit it enough. Uh, we got some cool All shit right. coming up. Uh, if you guys stuck around this long and you forgot what the fuck we talked about before, we got Resident Evil Four review uh, coming out. That's for the remake. Uh, Michael's also played through The Last of Us Part 1 on PC, and he's going to review that. That'll be coming out in a week or two. Uh, yes, sir. Make sure you guys comment, like, and subscribe. Um, our subscriber count's going up, so that makes us feel pretty good. Comments make us feel pretty good. So if you want us to keep feeling good, do those types of things. And if you want to make us feel bad, fucking make us feel bad in the comments because, man, do I cry a lot when you guys say mean stuff about us. So keep doing that. Um, you should yeah, yeah. You, you need to go hard at bradley you guys have been coming at me fuck you guys yeah be mean yeah you can be mean to me it's okay um i'm softer than baby shit is what i like to tell people um <laughs> so <laughs> uh catch us on your favorite uh podcast podcasting networks, platforms like, or youtube yeah where this normally gets published right after we finish recording again episode 32 knocked it out of the park things has been fun uh, thanks for hanging out with me again, Michael. Uh, thanks for putting together yeah. all the stuff. And um, this has been Pixels and Pines Podcast. That's I'm Bradley. Right. And I'm Michael. And we were two dudes talking about video games while drinking pints. See you guys next week. Maybe. Maybe. Unless there's no oh, news. Fuck me, no. <laughs> See you guys uh, after I beat Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, shit. <laughs>